Welcome back to the Lunch Club Podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. This came as another recommendation to you guys from Instagram. I had several people message me um, this one as a request for a topic, so I'm really hoping that this is going to be helpful for you guys. Um, Today, I'm going to be talking about what my typical wedding schedule or prep um, or routine is like. Um, So I'm going to be talking about what I do ahead of time and then a little bit about my process um, you know, before the wedding and then obviously when I'm there at the venue or setup and kind of how I manage all of that. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Lunch Club Podcast, a space I've created for entrepreneurs. Come sit with us as we share the highs and lows of building and maintaining successful businesses. I'm your host, Andrea Zahagen, and let's get into it. Okay, so if you didn't already know, wedding prep and details are in the making for months and sometimes even years. So obviously, I kind of explained this during my contract episode as well as my booking process episode, all of the bits and pieces of information that I get ahead of time. So things like the venue, the let-in time, um, what items she's going to need at what times, um, what time the ceremony starts, what time pictures start, you know, all of those details as well as, of course, all of the items that are on The final invoice are things that I base my recipe off of. So the two weeks before or a little bit more than two weeks before, I reach out and just say, hey, take a look at the proposal. Make sure we have everything accounted for. And then once she pays her final balance, we just confirm the time of arrival, the time of cleanup, all of those things. And then I create all of my recipes, submit that order to my rep at Mayesh, and then we wait. So... Um, One thing that's really important is making recipes ahead of time. Now, not everyone does it this way depending on how they order or how they are um, planning for this event. But it really, really saves me a lot of time when I plan all my recipes ahead of time. So if you're like, what are you talking about? I create a recipe for every single thing that we are doing. So I have an exact count for how many stems go in each centerpiece, each bridesmaid's bouquet. I have an idea for boutonnieres. I know what installs I'm doing and how much product I need to allocate to each of those projects. Um, And that's what's going to create my final stem count and all of that. So I always have like a budget that I am trying to meet um, to make sure that I'm within my cost of goods um, so that I can still mark up and account for labor and all of those things, um, which I do the two weeks before. So that's something that really helps ahead of time because sometimes in the past, if I am just not really on top of it, I place my order, kind of have a general idea, but then I have to kind of stress about making recipes when I get my product, which just adds to the stress. So that's something that I always do two weeks ahead of time because then that way when I get my product, I already kind of know what's going to go where and I don't have to stress about my product. So that's kind of step one in my wedding day or event process. Um, Now things that I do three days before the event. Um, That's going to be prepping my vases, cleaning buckets, purchasing any hard goods and making sure to confirm venue details. So um, I always am prepping vases. So if I have a bunch of centerpieces and I know I'm using chicken wire, I know that I want to make sure I have all my vessels prepared, cleaned. I will create all of my chicken wire balls. I will put the tape over the top and make sure that everything's ready to go so that once I start working on centerpieces, 
I don't have to include the time to prep my vases into the time that I am planning to have freelancers or whoever over. Um, so that always really helps making sure that all my buckets are clean. Um, that's just going to reduce the rate of bacterial growth for all of my pretty product, make sure it's going to live as long as possible. Um, in addition to that, once I clean them, I will typically fill them up quite a bit. That's one thing that I notice often when helping other florists is often they forget to refill their buckets or they don't fill them enough and so the product is kind of on its last leg by the time we get to the install so that's something that I kind of go over the top on making sure that my flowers have enough water um, and in addition I always make sure to put my floral solution or floral food in each of those buckets as well just to maximize hydration and quality of my blooms. Um, so that's something I can do three days ahead of time um, as well as like I said purchasing my hard goods. So again if you're wondering what are hard goods that's going to be any ribbons, if I need any foam, maybe I need some zip ties, things like that to make sure that my install will go seamlessly and that the day before I'm not scrambling last minute. Um, Another thing that I will often do three days before. So before I even get my flowers is um, if I have any decor rentals, anything that I'm providing on my own, or maybe I need to go and pick up from someone else. If I need to pick up some candles from the store, um, anything like that, I do way ahead of time and kind of package it out. So I will look at the notes. And so if we discussed, you know, that we're doing tea lights with this and this and this, I will get out my crates and just kind of make sure to set everything aside. So again, that's just one last thing I'm going to have to stress about like the night before or two days before I can really focus on the florals so those are things that I do either the week before or a couple days before um, I pick up my flowers because they don't need to happen in a timely manner like they don't need to happen um, right before the wedding date um, but it's really helpful to make sure I'm on top of those details so two days before the event, I will typically pick up the order for my event. So if it is an event on a Friday, I'm picking up on Wednesday. If it's a Saturday, I'm picking up on Thursday. Um, usually the very first day I pick up product, now depending on what time. If it's coming by airline through Southwest, which is typically what I do during the summertime, um, usually it'll come in in the evening and so sometimes I don't have tons of time the night before but if it does come in around maybe 2 p.m we'll go pick it up um the first step is obviously just a basic processing with all my products so if you're unfamiliar that means we're going to trim all of our stems take off all the packaging um and then the other thing that I do that again might be a little over the top is I kind of inspect all of my product so I look through to make sure that I don't have too many broken stems or heads make sure that nothing is moldy make sure that nothing you know didn't survive um, transportation um, because if so I can submit those items to my rep and receive a credit back for the items and that's going to help me essentially be able to purchase replacement items at a local wholesaler or find something with one of my local farmers so um, I again it's a little over the top but again because I created recipes ahead of time I want to make sure that the product count is as similar or as exact as it was when I placed my order um, so that I don't have to stress. Now while I'm processing and making sure everything is on my invoice I also kind of like to do um, just kind of this scan of making sure that the colors are represented properly like we discussed. Um, if I feel like maybe a bunch of greenery is smaller than I have had in the past or something like that I might want to pick up an additional bunch maybe I you know 
I'm gonna shop the cooler anyways and once I have already seen my product come in I might think ooh, this would pair really lovely with that so I'm kind of looking for anything I might want to add on additionally or um, anything that I might want to replace even if it is you know in good condition I might think you know what I want a little bit more of this item so I kind of do a little bit of like inventory within my inventory to make sure that the quality is as good as I want for my clients right um, so obviously all of that goes in processing and that's two days before um, and then typically what I will also do if I have time so like I said sometimes it's just too late in the evening and I might not want to do anything else. Um, I like to separate all my product. Um, so I always have buckets specific to my bridesmaids bouquets or vases. Um, so I'll pull all the product for my bridal bouquet, my bridesmaids bouquets, um, and that just helps make sure that um, the most photographed items have the best quality product um, and just making sure that I have it and kind of make sure that the quantities are all correct um, and then if I also have time I will start on centerpieces two days before um, these usually hold up very very well um, because they are in water and they just they last really well I'm um, just like any regular centerpiece would and so it's one of those things that I can do two eight two days before and I don't see any decrease in quality um, so I will often do centerpieces because they do take a lot of time and they are quite a big amount of bulk in floral so it helps me to kind of I guess you can say get rid of the product so I can kind of look back and say okay how am I doing do I have enough for my installs do I need to pick anything else up um, and that's really helpful um, so those are the things I'll do on day two so processing dispersing items and then centerpieces um, and then the day before is when I do all my personal items so that's what I'm doing the bridal bouquet bridesmaids bouquets corsages and boutonnieres um, because it really does take more time than you always think it will and it's really important for me that I try and finish around 5 p.m. every day because I like to spend as much time with my husband or with family members or kind of being able to still enjoy my summer. Um, so trying to stick to regular business hours um, is always my goal um, personally. And so that's usually how it ends up evening out, I guess, with time. Um, anything else that I might do the day before um, is going to be just pulling anything um I guess supply wise that I'm going to need for my install so making sure that I have like my trash cans my tarps my tool bag and if I need a ladder or step stool um, that's always really helpful as well just the day before um, so I have less to do the morning of um, now morning of is when I'm going to load the car so typically I will start around 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. depending on where the venue is at and the exact let-in time but most of the time I'm getting there right at 10 a.m. Um, when they open um, now I should have kind of talked about this prior but I talk about this more in my contract episode um, but you always want to make sure if you haven't been to a venue before you're not familiar with their staff or their expectations to get in touch with them make sure you know what the expectations are for you and what they're comfortable with so I know that some venues specifically ask that florists do not use their dumpster or their on-site trash cans so that they can leave room for you know all the weddings that they have that whole week um, which is completely understandable so just making sure that you are prepared for that and um, is helpful um, another thing too is things like ladders some venues I would say actually most are really great to let you borrow any of their step stools or ladders um, because they have them 
for the right height and everything um, of maybe if you have a mantle or something, they're kind of accustomed to what height you might need, if that makes sense. Um, and so um, you just want to make sure, again, that you've confirmed that that is available for you. Um, anything that you can avoid transporting there is always great. So I usually try to work with venues that do have those things for me just so I don't have to worry about packing in a ladder and loading it in and loading it out but again you just want to make sure that you are clear with what's okay and then of course confirming things like cleanup and setup um, and all of that so I always do that ahead of time the other thing that I'll do the night before that I didn't mention um, is I always send a text to my day of contact for the bride so um, again I talk about this in my contract episode but I have a day of contact, someone that is other than the bride or her mom, um, usually a planner or maid of honor, someone who knows the details of what's going on and has kind of helped organizing. Um, so I'll just let them know my number, kind of give them the rough plan, the very basic plan of, hey, we're going to come at this time. We're bringing this item and this item. Um, if they're picking anything up, I'll confirm my address and let them know what time, just kind of that sort of thing. Um, and so I'll do that the night before. So, and then day of. So, I wake up around 7 or 8 a.m., start loading everything in. I like to get any last-minute pictures of the bouquet, any personal items, um, and then I'll head to the venue. Um, I'm kind of funny. I typically like to get there around 30 to 15 minutes before the actual let-in time. Um, Just kind of helps ease my stress level. Um, That way I can be prepared if anything does happen. So if we have inclement weather, if one of my freelancers isn't able to come, I have a few minutes to kind of solve the problems but I'm already where I need to be. Um, The other thing too is loading or unloading depending on what the venue is. Maybe the parking lot isn't super close to where we're actually going to be working. I can take that extra 30 minutes or 15 minutes simply loading things into a wagon or a cart and getting it there um, and it's not going to be a big deal. Most venues are very kind to let you in early if they're already there Um, but I will caution you that some are not very pleasant to work with. So again, um, communicate ahead of time is always great Um, but sometimes that 15 minutes is really really going to help. Now um, I always ask for a minimum of two hours for any installation or setup um, just to make sure I have that extra time for loading in and loading out. Um, If I don't have that time I either decline um, the opportunity to create an installation if I don't feel it's going to work or that means I need to up my labor costs to make sure I have additional hands to make it go faster but it's always a little more chaotic and just not quite as fun. Um, So just something to be aware of there. Um, So I always load everything in and then I start with my most time-consuming task first. So I'm always going to start with my installation, my ceremony backdrop. One of the big reasons for this is A, it's going to take the most time, it's going to take the most product, but lastly it is probably where the photos are going to begin first and it's great if you can get out of the way. So if the photographer is getting there early for any detail shots or they're doing any bridal party photos ahead of time before the ceremony, again you're just not in the way and that's ready to go for them. Um, Typically, I will assign a simple task like setting centerpieces on the tables or decor setup to a newer freelancer or florist or an assistant. Um, That's something that really anyone can do. So if you are newer and kind of trying to imagine what jobs you might do as a less experienced florist um, as a freelancer, oftentimes that's something that is very helpful um, but doesn't really take a whole lot of direction, um, which is always really great. Um, So usually I'm having someone 
and do that if I'm not able to myself. Um, once I finish the main install, of course, we kind of sweep or clean that area. I like to take as many photos and videos throughout the whole process, but especially before I finish, um, just because you never know what photos you will actually get back. You never know maybe what the quality will be if you can use them. And so I always try and get my own content um, and also share to my stories because I've noticed that's something that my followers typically really enjoy about me um, is sharing all the behind the scenes. Um, so once I finish my main install, I will move to a smaller install like a welcome sign or um, the cake floral. Um, those are things that you can kind of be doing while guests are arriving, worst case scenario. Um, and it's not like you're in the way or an inconvenience. Um, so that's always a really big one. And then of course, I like to sweep up, load everything back in my car. Something that is very helpful is consolidating buckets, dumping out any water. Just be sure to dump any of your bucket water into either like a gutter or like a drain um, or somewhere kind of tucked away back into a garden um, that could use the water. Um, but that way you're not putting it right on the cement where people are walking in, anything like that. That's just great to be conscious and aware of. Um, of course, like I said, you're going to want to make sure to get any photos or videos um, and then if I am leaving any rental items I always leave whatever transportation items I use to get them there that they can return them in um, in a back closet I usually will take a photo of it um, and I usually send that to the day of contact and just kind of remind them hey we need these things back here's where we've put it um, we need them back at this address by this time um, if I'm coming back to clean up I will coordinate that just say hey we're planning to come at 9 p.m to clean up um, anyone's welcome to take the florals but we need to keep the vases or things like that I just make sure to kind of um, over communicate um, so after that we obviously load up and we head out and that's kind of it so it's usually pretty simple um, a couple of things that I want to clarify so I know I mentioned that I like to finish around 5 p.m. now I know that that's not realistic for everyone whether you have a second job or you have other things going on maybe you have another event and that just doesn't work for your schedule I also know some people work more effectively in the evenings um, if that works for you then that is awesome this is just the process that has really really worked for me that I have found really boosts my mental wellness and helps me to really be able to enjoy the freedom of this job um, there were times when I would try and do everything the night before processing centerpieces all of it and I was always so drained and exhausted that I wasn't really enjoying the experience so if you haven't been enjoying the process of weddings I recommend either making sure to up your labor costs so you have more hands to help get the job done in a timely manner or maybe try and spread out um, your work across multiple days um, I think mostly people's biggest concern um, especially if they're newer is hey I don't have a cooler I can't do things ahead of time like you can I um, to be honest most of my most of what I create doesn't all fit in my cooler anyways but as long as you have the proper education for cut and care for florals um, you are being cautious and you know watering your flowers giving them uh, a spritz of water across the petals things like that they will do fine two days before the event. If they die, you need to switch your wholesaler or you maybe aren't being as cautious or aware of if it's too hot in a certain room, if they're in direct sunlight, if they don't have enough water, things like that. So 
I just recommend doing what you can to kind of lighten your load as much as you can. It's really going to create a much more enjoyable experience for you, um, which is so worth it. Now, if I have two weddings the same day or back-to-back weddings, um, often my package is going to have everything arrive at the same time. And so I just kind of do everything together. So if I'm doing all the centerpieces for a wedding Friday and Saturday, I do them two days, three days in advance. Um, And I really still don't see a major difference in the quality of my product. Um, I usually will wait to do the bridal bouquet until the day before. But because I know that I'm going to be at a setup, install, whatever you want to call it the day before, if the if the one wedding's on Friday and one is on Saturday, um, I'll just leave the bridal bouquet to do the night before after the wedding that I'm going to be setting up, but I'll still do all of the personal items two days before and they still last pretty good. Obviously, a cooler is most ideal for a situation like that, but again, it's really not necessary, um, so don't kind of like psych yourself out of what you can handle. Um, And I know that not everyone takes as many weddings per season or per month or per week and again you will just find your sweet spot you will know if you're taking on too much or if you can take on more um, based on how you feel at the end of every day if you're if you're completely exhausted you're feeling grumpy you're feeling frustrated you're probably overworking yourself again either you need to hire on more hands or maybe take on fewer events Um, if you're kind of like well that was fun I wish I had more going on um, then you might be ready to take on more events I'm someone who I feel does a good job managing my time and staying on top of things being organized so I feel like I am able to take multiple events per week Um, obviously it makes for a pretty crazy week and I don't do that back to back but I might take three or four weddings in one week and then maybe just back to one the following week so I can kind of spread out my workload and still make sure that I'm taking care of myself. So hopefully that was helpful. If you have any additional questions, as always, please feel free to DM me. I'd love to hear from you and give you any more insight that I can. Um, I would love more than anything if you are listening on Apple Podcasts to leave us a review. Um, It would mean so much to me. Um, If you have any more suggestions for episodes or topics that you'd like me to cover, um, you can also DM those to me, and I would love to do that for you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next week.